Welcome to Wrong Turn, a Call of Cthulhu one-shot. Before we get started, I'm going to give you all a card. Oh, no. Do not look at the card. <laughs> Keep the card face down in front of you. Oh, it's until not <laughs> It's for the card. Okay. Have a card. Keep it face down, not allowed to look at it. Do you know what the cards are? No. Okay, that makes it spicier. <laughs> uh, okay. I know what the four cards are. I don't know who's got them. Uh, okay. <laughs> What's the date today? First. The first of April. April Fool's Day. Oh, yes. Right. You are all employees of Red Rose Media a company that makes television entertainment programmes that are sold to independent and newfangled digital channels. Apparently, digital channels are catching on. Nah. They're the big thing now. Never going to work. Of course, they're never going to replace terrestrial television as the primary source of people's entertainment media, but, you know... That's what they said about Betamax. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you are all going on an overnight recce of a potential location for an upcoming drama based on the classic novel The Moonstone. The Moonstone being an exciting Victorian-era book about a stolen diamond and like an ancient order of Hindu monks who are trying to reclaim the, statu- the diamond to go back on their statue of their god. But from what you've all heard, uh, Simon Corp, the producer, has mostly... Been a bit liberal with the plot for a 1990s modern era reimagining. Basically, Craig, basically, just kept the diamond. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, no, there are still still an international order of Hindu spies, but they're modern spies, not monks. Okay, uh, Craig, you are playing. I am playing Michael Vince. He is a junior technician who is under the. Uh, Misapprehension that you're making a live-action version of the Dreamstone, <laughs> the 1980s cartoon, because he misheard when someone said the Moonstone, <laughs> and no one has yet corrected him. <laughs> Flinty is playing. Nikki Wong. She is another junior technical assistant for the production company. Peter is playing. Uh, Danny Morris. He is the sound engineer for the production company. Niall is playing... Catherine Belmarsh. She is the um, executive in charge of new programming. There is, along on this trip, no one's quite sure why. She's here to listen and see Mr. Court, Simon Court, the producer's vision for the Moonstone production, and whether or not she's going to approve it. No one knows whether she's going to approve it except her. Are you going to approve it? Or you pl- no. That's why I'm here. Uh, you are also accompanied by Simon Court. He is the producer. He's um, Red Rose, one of Red Rose Media's top producers. He's produced several hit shows and radio dramas. And also accompanying you is Trevor Green. He's Red Rose's chief visual engineer. He's technically all of you three bosses, you work directly for Trevor. Trevor is one of those people who seems to know how to get the job done, whilst Simon floats around being artsy with the script and actors. 
you haven't actually bought any actors or script tonight. You're literally doing a like sound and filming test to show off how this location uh, you are vi- travelling to can be reimagined into a gritty urban secret headquarters for an international organisation of spies. The potential location is an old radio telescope installation called Lords Down. It is in the middle of nowhere. Um, somewhere in Wessex. Up the Wessex Downs. Mm-hmm. Um, the nearest town was about 30 miles away. You left it about an hour and a half ago, winding through very, very narrow country lanes. You know the kind of country lanes which are mostly just 12-foot-tall hedges and you can't see around the bends. You've already encountered several tractors and had to backtrack and get out of their way. But it's late in the evening. The sun is probably only going to be up for another hour or so because you're doing a live night filming test to you know, really demonstrate how this can be a fantastic location for the upcoming show. Uh, you are... Uh, going to be testing out camera shots, lighting, sound balance and the like. You are also to run some footage through night vision cameras, as Simon has some great ideas about night vision chase sequences for the upcoming show, which will be, you know, very technical, technically interesting. Um, night vision cameras are new and interesting. So, you know, maybe he's onto something here. Um, so you're going to be up all night you slept most of the afternoon at your local hotel got up essentially starting your working day just before you set out and you're going to be up most of the night doing these shots before heading home tomorrow morning you are currently travelling in two large people carriers and there's a van full of equipment Uh, one of the people carriers has Simon Catherine in it the van has Trevor and Danny in it, and the other people carrier has uh, Nikki and whatever your name is, intern Mike. Mike. Mike, the intern. <laughs> Look, Simon doesn't know your name. He knows Trevor. You're not even Simon at the moment. You're my friend, Ash. You're meant to know my name. <laughs> nah, that's overrated. What was it again? Um, crash. Crash. Crash? Crash 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 the building was stripped of practically anything of value and then just locked up and forgotten about. Practically anything of value. So what you're saying is there are things of value here. Wait, I'm not Michelle. <laughs> Stop telling your wife. Uh, the summer light is still bright and strong when you crest a hill and see the sun-soaked building amidst the rich green grass fields. It's literally just sitting on top of a hill, surrounded by open fields of grass that slowly, like, wend their way down the hill to forest in the distance. Oh, so picturesque. We can have a lovely time. Yeah, it's quite nice, actually, now you see it. 
Uh, you can see why Simon wants to use it. It's actually quite a striking. It's like this blocky, hexagonal, concrete building set amongst these green fields. Sorry, octagonal. Octagonal. Um, concrete building. It literally looks proper 1970s brutalist. Um, pure concrete with, you know, it's got fluting structures and support beams and all sorts. Um, but yeah, it completely looks out of place amidst these green fields. And it's a two-story structure. And then there's the roof. You can see old, like, support girders where the radio telescope dish would have been, but the dish is gone. Do we know if it has a basement? It does. Nikki was on charge of location research. It's a uh, two stories above ground, one story below ground. It was practically, you know, once the administrators had stripped anything valuable, like the radio telescope, out of it, um, just locked up and forgotten about. There are no plans. So, um, Mick, you're in charge of, like... Ske- Mike! Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. You're in charge of sketching out a um, map of the building as you go, because there just aren't any in the municipal records. So, considering I don't have anything in cartography, I assume I can do really shit at this job. No, I don't expect you to do the best. This is your chance to prove how useful and successful you can be to Simon, the boss. They're going to be disappointed. But you don't want to disappoint him. You need this job. This is your big break. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you want. (laughs) Um, You pull up uh, in front of a large set of double gates. They're kind of those sort of like chain link gates with the metal tubular frames. And they are slumped and sealed by a single padlock. And as you pull up in front of them, uh, Simon hops out and uses a key to unlock the gate. And uh, drags them open, and then hops back in the car. So, Catherine, Simon turns to you. You can see why I think this is the perfect location for modern-day reinterpretation of the Moonstone. Just look at it. This brutal 1970s building, just set against this gorgeous backdrop of the English countryside. Definitely a good find. Exactly. And even if we don't use it for the Moonstone... We still have exclusive filming rights to use this location for the next 20 years. So, the local government owns it, and they're more than happy for us to film for it, and it won't cost us anything. As long as we don't destroy the historical 1970s concrete building, we can do what we like with it. Okay. So, I know you're still not sold on my moonstone. Even if we don't use it, this place has a lot of potential, especially for night shots. Hold up my copy of the Moonstone I've been reading on the way here. I'm not quite seeing it yet, Simon, but well, I do like the location. The modern day reimagining of the Moonstone, you have to set aside the Victorian imagery from the original and imagine it in the 1990s, happening now, today. It wouldn't be secret monks and ladies and crinoline, it would be modern, handsome, young, exciting actors. Spies, international intrigue, and is it an actual diamond, or is the diamond just the name of, like, the object, or the code, or the, you know, forbidden information they're trying to steal? Is the diamond itself just a ploy? 
I'm calling it the Moonstones. Well, you can still have the Moonstone itself. But there's this whole interesting thing I've got for Series 3 where the Moonstone itself is, you know, shaped in such a way that when you fire the correct light through it, it reveals hidden information if you're using the correct computer system. Okay. That's a thing they can do! He starts the car up and starts driving again. I am thrilled. <laughs> you don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, Simon drives the car. <laughs> well, he knows he's got to sell it to the big wigs. That's why she's here. So he can sell her his vision. At the moment, I think he might be wrong getting fired. <laughs> Look, you can't fire him without cause. He's got tenure. And he's successful. Or is that what he plays? You drive up to the building. You pull up outside. And as you approach, you can see the main building. Literally this octagonal <coughs> concrete monstrosity. And off to the right, there's a smaller building. Almost like a large warehouse-style storage shed. And the vans and the people carriers pull up out front. And Simon jumps out. Trevor is, like, leaning on the steering uh, wheel looking at the place and he turns to you and he's like we're going to have to show off this um, Catherine lady so we could probably have got this done in about two hours Danny but I think we're going to have to pad it out a bit to make it last all night so why don't you grab the kid and start setting up sound recording locations and I'll have a recce and think where we can set up cameras and take Nikki with me We'll all stay out of Catherine's way. That way, when she uh, cans this whole thing, uh, it's only Simon who loses his job. Mm. My info from head office is that she's here to kill the whole thing. So, But she's interested in this as a potential filming location for other things. So we'll do our job and just leave her to grill Simon. Fine. I know it's nonsense and we could probably do it in a couple of hours, but, you know, none of us want to get in trouble with head office, do we? Why don't we just get the thing canned? (laughs) Because I I think the thing is already going to be canned, but she wants this place for other things. So we still need to pull off a good job. Or else she's liable to just, you know, take her canning on everyone, not just Simon. Whatever. Alright. I'll get my stuff and start having a look around. Alright. Hey, Trevor hops out of the car. He's like, Nikki? Mm-hmm? Can you grab the cameras? We're going to go set up some locations and have a look around. Bring a flashlight in case it's dark in there. Oh, more than likely it will be. I'll join you in a minute. Okay. He wanders around to the back of the van and starts unloading some <coughs> crates. You go to find the boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know his name, right? <laughs> You're in stab range. 
Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> of course, Malcolm. <laughs> Michael. Nickel. Nickel. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Donald, sir. <laughs> How can I help you, sir? How old are you? <laughs> Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm senior. Yeah. <laughs> and I've only been with a company a week. <laughs> oh no. Uh, right. Yeah, Macklemore. Um, let's. Get this over with. Sure, sure. What do you want me to carry? <laughs> oh, well, since you asked all that stuff, <laughs> I get to it. Yeah. I start picking up stuff. Starts loading himself up yeah. with salvage equipment. Most of it's in wheeled flight cases, so you can sort of like stack oh, things good. on top. That's and good. Hold. It's not too hard then. Yeah. If you take that inside, I'll. Open the door. <laughs> Run inventory, I say, picking up my phone. You want my phone? No, I don't have a phone. No. We're you don't have a smartphone. Picking yeah, up yeah. your phone. Picking <laughs> up my. Do I have like um, your sm- your uh, phone is probably about this. <laughs> do I have a, like a '90s style PDA? Yes, you can have a '90s style. PDA. <laughs> yeah. You probably have a very early BlackBerry all the way. Uh, I God. forgot we're in we're, modern times. I know, right? It's like, oh, I've got walkie talkies. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a mobile. <laughs> yeah, you might have one. Okay, not that you're getting signal out here. Oh, well, that's true, actually. I, yes. I don't have a mobile phone. <laughs> I do have a like a PDA thing, mm. and I'm going. By to... PDA, do you mean a big thick notepad? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I, I, I got a, I got a PDA. I swiped it from the, you know, from the equipment. The, kick of a, the great thing would be if it was really just a prop <laughs> It doesn't actually matter whether this thing is on or not. He's just looking busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just take inventory. Yes, sir, I'll get all these, don't you worry. I grab the stuff and start walking altogether too fast. Trevor stops by and sets down your thermos and is like, all right, um... I'm going to send Nikki in with the cameras and I'm going to take a wander around the outside and have a smoke. Alright. He looks over towards where Simon and Catherine are. Simon is trying to encourage you to come inside with him. I'm... I'm going to have a look at the place outside. That's what I'm currently doing. Simon grudgingly accepts this and... um, He's going to go and set up with the technical lot, and we'll see you inside soon. All right. You're going to love it. And it scampers off. I'm sure I will. Nicky. Simon wanders over. Oh, Mick. Mike. Oh, Michael. Y- yeah, yes, sir. Which one do you prefer? Um, uh, Mike's fine. It's nice and short, so it's easy for you, sir. So that's fine, yeah? Mike, Nicky. Oh, yeah, that's nice and short. Like, um... Where are we setting up? Uh, well, I'm getting the stuff together. Haven't been quite told where I'm going with it just yet, but... Okay, both of you, grab your equipment, come with me. We're going to go set up in the central chamber. I want to start setting up some lights so that when Catherine's finished having a look outside, you can wow her with the central core. You're going to love it. All right, sir. Uh, I'll make sure I get the lights first then, sir. Good. He's awfully keen, isn't he? He watches... Um, Mick scamper off in the van and he's like 
definitely keen. Have you been showing him the ropes, Nicky? Haven't had the chance. He's been too energetic. Oh well. We need this to go right. Even if they won't greenlight my moonstone, they will be greenlighting this place for filming. I'm sure of it. So we need this to look swish. Right. Um, you all head inside. You go through the front entrance, through the main doors. Uh, there's a staircase that leads upstairs, but you kind of go through a side door into this massive, empty office space. And then on the opposite side of it, there's a large open door that leads into an octagonal shaft. There's like these old 1970-style grey metal computer banks. You know, mm. the ones that are sort of like grey with the little green screens and the actual plotter printer and dials and switches. But behind them, there's just this massive, empty octagonal shaft. Like, looking up, you can see the light pouring in off the roof. And looking down, it goes down another 40-odd feet into the basement. This was clearly where the main radio telescope equipment would have been, connecting the dish to the various computer equipment in the basement. Of course, it's all gone now, so this thing is just open. And Simon starts waffling on about how we can dress this, and fill it, and make it look properly modern, but that's all like urban sheet. He's clearly got a thousand plans for what we can do with this. And it does look quite impressive. Um, and he starts giving directions on where to set up the lights. And he is gonna push that. Full <laughs> <laughs> good start. Yeah, okay, he passed. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not too bad. He's, he's, he's not setting up the cameras, he's just saying where the light should be. And he definitely seems to know his stuff when it comes to how to light this place. Yeah. So he's kind of going through <clears throat> sort of like shadowy but still visible. Yeah, I'm probably just putting tape on the floor to just indicate, right, this there, that there. Yeah. Which is fine. Roll me your audio visual production, both of you. Production? Audio visual. Thunder Arts and Cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you are the junior text. Four. <laughs> That's an extreme pass. <laughs> 50 out of 25. And you don't really have much to contribute. You're just kind of doing what you're told. But Nicky and Simon, now that Simon's stopped trying to impress Catherine, he's actually talking production. He does seem to know what he's talking about. He's a bit of an asshole. You've worked with him before. Yeah. But he does know his stuff. Uh, but you're giving contributions. He's actually listening, which is nice. What? He actually is like, yeah, cool, good idea. And you and he are working together and just kind of telling Mick what to do. Someone's got to actually do the work. Yeah. And it's a good experience for you. Yeah, exactly. Learning, on the job, hands on. Very good. Yay. <laughs> Probably not being paid very much for this. <laughs> Probably I, I gathered that already. Yeah, no, you, we'll be getting out of social hours... Uh, Uplift of like you know, time and a half or something. Um, okay, uh, Catherine, you were going to have a look at the outside of the building. Yes. Oh, we still have some light. <laughs> what um, what year are we in? It's about nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Was it ninety eight? Hang on. I thought it was like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, it's ninety eight. Okay. This company was set up only a couple of years ago. It's been quite successful so far. Catherine, you are wandering around the outside of the facility. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to work out what the problem is. Because I assume there is one if if what Simon's saying, like, oh yeah, and it's free to film and it's fine, and like, 
Go on. So what? What is he not showing me? Horror from beyond time and space. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's a rubbish. That doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, yes. You can see Trevor wandering around as well, having a cigarette. And you know Trevor. You've worked. Well, you haven't worked with him directly, but you've met him when you've turned up at other filming sites. And he definitely seems to be the person who actually gets the work done and knows what he's doing. Whilst most producers you've ever met are artsy fartsy script types. Um, but yeah, Trevor is like wandering around the outside too. He stopped to have a look at the storage building. He's like, oh, Miss ba- Mrs. Belmarsh. Trevor? Uh, all well? Yeah, as good as can be. I'm just wondering how we get into this. He gestures at the storage building. And you notice that, yeah, there is, there's no door. Or anything. There's one wall that looks like it might be a shutter. Like a big corrugated metal shutter, but there's no way of opening it. There's no box or controls or anything. It's just shut. And so it's like... Yeah, must be a way in. <laughs> Sorry, it just piqued my interest. And it's like... kind of like filming in these old locations. But yeah, not being able to get into one of the buildings is going to bug me. Maybe Simon knows he's got the key for the place. He might have something for that. You really think Simon knows? No. So yeah, um, we're going to set up a whole bunch of interesting things. I mean, this place does have potential for filming. And we can do some interesting stuff with all those night vision cameras that Simon purchased. Mm. So um, don't worry about them being a flop. I can do some good stuff with them. You have any idea how you found this place? Um, I think he was searching for 90s brutalist in the countryside. He didn't want it to be in the city. Mm. He wants country backdrop, so you know you know it's England. And I think this place is just listed as filming on council website. Okay. Kind of wondering what might be wrong with it if, if it's something he can get. But it's probably full of asbestos. Mm. But as long as we're not knocking down walls, we probably won't disturb it. Probably why they've not done anything with it. If you're going to remodel this place, you'd probably have to start knocking down walls and all sorts. Whereas if it's just sitting here as a big lump of concrete, they probably don't mind us using it. It's very specific, though. I guess we'll see what others might make of it. Well, I will continue my outdoor recce and leave you to it, Miss Belmarsh. All right. I guess I should go see what he's up to. <clears throat> so a real horrors from beyond time and space will be the asbestos we met along the way. <laughs> oh God, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not got you drilling into any walls yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, uh, not Simon. I'm Simon. Oh, Simon. Danny. <laughs> You yeah. um, had a coffee and kind of delayed things as long as possible, mm-hmm. but Trevor and Catherine seem to be heading inside. Are you going to follow, or...? All right, I'll have a look. I'm at least vaguely interested to see what the condition of this place is like on the inside. Okay, you head on inside. Oh, that's the point. Do I have an idea, any idea, like, I'm told this is taken all night. Does it really need all night? Do we need to be here? Or Roll that... your audio-visual production. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe, but that's what we'll see. Because I would not mind going 
Ah. <laughs> it's close enough, but I really don't have that much luck. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to push it. No, I'm going to fail by two. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, well, you've been told it's going to be all night, and Trevor and uh, his number two, Danny, wouldn't put up with an all-night shooter if it wasn't necessary. Mm. So, you know, they must have some interesting things in mind to show off to you all. Evidently so. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Worth a go. <laughs> Okay, you head inside. Uh, roll me your sound <clears throat> engineering. I think that's the you've got. <laughs> I do have that. You are the sound engineer. I pass. Um, you start having a wander around the ground floor. It's a load of big empty concrete buildings there's going to be a lot of echo mm. there's going to be a lot of noise but you could see potential for doing some interesting things especially if you've got action scenes or like chase scenes going on or something exciting is happening and the big shaft in the middle is just gold you can do so much of that if you dress it properly so yeah it's not a bad location actually you don't think it needs all night to prove this but you start planning out where to set up some pests Mm-hmm. and uh, other things with the microphones um, you've also found in your little wandering round the stairs that lead into the basement are you going to go have a look at the basement? let's go and have a look at the basement uh, the basement itself you come out of the stairs into a large octagonal chamber mm-hmm. at the bottom uh, you come out straight into the central shaft room mm-hmm. Um, but around like in each of the eight spokes of the room there's a tiny little room okay um, you're not entirely sure what they would be for they're all empty but they've got solid metal doors with like sliding observation hatches but then inside you can see there's were power points and there must have been some sort of computer equipment in here but um, you don't know much about radio telescopes so it must have probably been for some sort of equipment but you're not entirely sure what and then out this central room, you go into sort of like a whole bunch of underground tunnels mm-hmm. um, that wander around. Um, roll me your spot hidden. Roll you my spot hidden. There's the first one of those. I don't spot anything, can't see shit. Yes. It is dark down here. And um, it's gloomy, and it's not too damp actually. You expect it to be, you know, more. It's just concrete that's been left alone. You expect it to be damp, but it's not. Okay. So you know, there's must be no. It must have been well built. Um, there's obviously there's dust and debris in the corners, and everything because there's just this big shaft in the middle that's open. Mm-hmm. The elements, but otherwise it's not bad. But yeah, you have a look in a couple of the small isolation rooms and peer down couple of the tunnels. I assume you're not going to go wander around mysterious underground tunnels with just a flashlight on your own. Not without a purpose, no. But yeah, it's uh, not a bad location. It's actually quite good. You, you think you'd prefer doing sound, exciting sound things down here in the basement, because it will be more, um, less open. Okay. And you can do a lot of interesting sound stuff with those tunnels. Alright. So it's not a bad location. 
But yeah, you, you, have, you can hear the others upstairs. You can hear Simon excitedly setting up lighting and preparing a demonstration area on the floor above. Um, so you're not out of sight of anyone, really. You're just down the staircase. Mm-hmm. Because that was a massive open shaft. Uh, Nicky and Michael, the Mick, Mikey. And Simon doesn't seem to have settled on a name for me. Uh, he keeps changing. I just smile at him. <laughs> Trevor walks in and Simon bustles over and starts working on about everything he's set up. And Trevor begrudgingly agrees that, yeah, okay, it's not a bad job. He does start. Trevor makes a few suggestions on some alterations. And he's like, right, um, Nicky, Michael, Trevor, thank you. Mm-hmm. Can you go get the monocoupe equipment and playback stuff? We're going to set up a sort of like playback area here next to the main shaft so we can take some filming. Once it's dark, getting properly dark, and then we actually play it back for <laughs> Miss Belmarsh. Mm-hmm. Is it Mrs. or Miss Belmarsh? Yes. Yes. This <laughs> place is great. It's gonna. It's really gonna work well for it. I think. <laughs> yes, it should be very good. Um, I can't wait to get some actors out here, so I might need a couple of you to appear on camera for test shots. Yeah, sure. Can I be Zordrak? Who? Zordrak. Have you read my script? There isn't no Zor- You must be mispronouncing Zaldorn. He's one of the Hindu spies. I didn't know he was Hindu. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yes, you can be Zaldorn. Or Zordrak. Zordrak's got a bit more energy to it, though. It's a, it really sounds a lot more evil, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds quite good. You know, yeah. like a proper Lord of Nightmares. Oh, is that their code name? Oh, good idea. I'm stealing that. And he takes out his little notebook and starts making you know. Oh, go get the... Yes, sir. Lord of Nightmares. As we, uh, as we walk off, I'll just like, hang back. Because I assume I know Trevor a, a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah, so. You've worked with him a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think of this place? Because um, I, was, I was left in charge to sort of locate it, if you like. What's your first impression? It's good. You've got a good one. Make sure Miss Belmarsh knows that you found this location, not Simon. I'll make sure to drop it. Oh, Miss Belmarsh. Hello. Hello. Um, have you met Nikki? Nikki Wong? She's one of my junior technicians. She's the lady who found this location. Oh, nice to meet She's an upcoming star, and she's got an eye for good locations, just based on the text in the council website. Beans at you. Anyway, so, uh, while Simon is <coughs> imaginating for his script, si- Simon is sat down in a chair with his notebook out and he clearly had an idea and he's writing it down. I'm gonna tank it even harder. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, Simon. <laughs> Simon looked up. Yes. I just wondered what your your kind of rundown for the evening's gonna be. Do what? you know where you're gonna be? And... So it's gonna take us. <clears throat> hour or so to set up so we should be all set up before the sun finally sets mm-hmm. then we're going to do some regular shots in this room to show off how this could become a central hub then um, Trevor's going to break out the night vision cameras and show you the sort of stuff we do with that and where's Danny? Danny! You I'll, 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 I'll leave and if I see him I'll send him your way <laughs> and Danny wanders up the stairs and Danny where do you think we should set up for sound? I want to be able to show off how this place can be used to create exciting and ambient sound scenarios. 
There's some good stuff in the basement. I was just having a look down there. William, well, we're setting up in the basement for Sam then. So, um, would you care for a cup of tea, a uh, chair, whilst we set up, or do you want to just wander around and have a look? I would like a cup of tea and a chair. I will sort that out. Uh, he gives you his chair and he unfolds another chair for himself and starts setting up like the camp stove. Ooh. He is okay, he can make tea. <laughs> okay, Trevor sidles up to you whilst uh, Simon is uh, making Miss Belmarsh comfortable. Um, it's like, uh, do you want to set up sound in the basement then and I'll do filming up here? We might also want to get onto the roof at some point, get some shots down through the top of the shaft. Nicky's found, found us a good place. I can see doing quite interesting stuff with this. So at least that's one good thing. That's an interesting location. Okay, well, I'll go and check with the others, and we'll start setting up. Hopefully we can get all the equipment in place before the sun goes down and we lose the light. But Nicky's got most of the lights in place, so we can at least illuminate most rooms. Um, oh, generator. I'm going to go sort out the generator as well. Mm. Where are you setting up the generator? I was probably going to set it up at the main entrance. We'll run wires from there, because it's going to be noisy, so I don't want it chugging away next to the sound the central shaft. Okay, um, where's uh, Mildred? Um, Mick? Yeah? I think he's gone out to the van to get the um, playback equipment. Okay. I think they're still shifting stuff out of the vans. Oh god, Simon's found my biscuits great. <laughs> Offering me chocolate coated hot nuts. Mm. Luxury. I will have biscuits that are probably being bought on all the money I'm seeing go to this place and our overnight stay for reasons unknown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, both of you roll me your stonk. Stonk! Ah! Oh no. Fine. Not your scream, Craig, your scream. <laughs> Sometimes to be truly strong, you have to be f- willing to scream. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, eight, which is extreme. <laughs> so I'll take like, the little briefcase and you just look. You take the briefcase full of really expensive <laughs> shit. At <laughs> least him wheeling the boxes full of wires and monitors. I do it well, at least. You do? Mm. So I have to close the window, literally. Oh, yeah. I only opened it whilst I was cooking. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I think there's a window open in the kitchen. Yes. Will you shut it? Thanks, honey. Better than a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while we're, while yeah. we're lifting all the songs, like, why does he keep singing that song? <laughs> I love the fact you think you're making a live action production of the dream star. <laughs> you're the one that decided to make that a thing. <laughs> you said it first. Yeah, you did. As a joke. Brilliant, though. Love it. It's good. <laughs> trying to think, would I know the reference? Probably don't. Roll your uh, no, do. intelligence. 
Oh, I might. Ah, <laughs> uh, pass. It's taken you a little while to place it. You're like, you know you know that name. And yeah, you remember it now. The Dreamstone Children's TV. You remember you were just young enough in the 80s to watch some of it. And you absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Live-action remake of the Dreamstone sounds much more entertaining oh. than the Moonstone. <laughs> It's like, oh, I, I can die because I've got the book. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you should be hiring this kid as your new scriptwriter. You probably can't use this place for it. But... <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? The central shaft is perfect for Zordrak's hallway. Yeah, you could redress it as well. Big dreamstone coming up the centre. You've got to make it edgy in nineties. Hmm. It's very now, isn't it? We well, can no, no. talk. Come Zordrak, to my office. Zordrak stands <laughs> in the centre. They use special effects to make him giant in there, and it's perfect. Then, then the first floor would be where all the Earps stand, so they have the right height for grabbing for him. 1990s edgy um, real life remake of the um, Dreamstone. I think you're going to have some rating issues when Zordrak starts eating anymore. <laughs> Cut that, sure. <clears throat> right, you are all setting up. Um, roll your sound engineering, roll your audio visual engineering, Nikki. Roll your be useful. Yes. Um, like, uh, yes. that'll be in this. <laughs> you are being very useful. I assume there's no point taking anything in this game. No, we're not. Yeah, no. I assumed as much. But with a one, you can have seven luck. Yeah! <laughs> You're definitely putting on a good impression for everyone. You're doing what Danny tells you, Trevor tells you, um, you're occasionally keeping um, Simon out of everyone's hair. Do you want to grab Mick and talk to him about the Dreamstone? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can see he's being really useful and really keen and enthusiastic setting everything up, but... Oh, um... Yes, maybe I do, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, but how yes. am I going to do that? Am I just going to... Encourage. You just wave him over in a quiet moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss Belmarsh waves you over at some point, just as you finish setting up some microphones. Uh, I scurry over, I mean, <laughs> yes, Miss Belmarsh, how can I be helpful, Miss Belmarsh? I, I I couldn't help but, but notice you were, like, oh, how do I even put this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's okay, Miss Belmarsh, you can say anything you want to me. Oh, my God. An imbecile. I just wanted to, to check if, if you were aware of, a, like, a, a, a kids' production called The Dreamstone. Oh, of course I am. That's what we're doing here, isn't it? The real-life version of it. I'm so excited. I loved that when I was young. It was brilliant. But I must admit, I'm really uh, wondering just how we're going to do some of the special effects. I mean, the flying leaves, they're going to be hard to pull off in reality. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Mmm. Um... <laughs> 
I think this is where we're going to be having Zordrax Lair. Because cause that, that pit in the middle is going to be perfect placing for him. Ah, yes, that's, um, that's very can, interesting. Mike. Can you crush his dream? <laughs> <laughs> you You're a CEO, of course you can. Yeah, I probably can. Um, but you can't help but admit, Live Action Remake of the Dreamstone sounds a lot more entertaining yes, than Simon's Moonstone <laughs> script. Um, I think you may want to... Like take Simon aside and, and like mention some of your. Oh, I've already ideas. mentioned some things. He seems to be really on board with some of the things I've said, but he did have some strange misapprehensions about what Zordrak's name was. Ah, uh, seems a bit weird seeing as he's meant to be intimately familiar with the script. I'm sure it's just a, a simple mistake. I mean, it's quite late in the day already. Maybe he's a bit tired. Maybe he didn't sleep well last night. I, I wouldn't want to badmouth Simon by accident. So it, it must just be nerves or something. I know I've got I've got nerves. Well, everyone has nerves, really, don't they? <laughs> I think I understand. Yes. Um. So, what we are doing here, Mike, is Simon is presenting his vision of the Moonstone, and I show the book that I'm reading. Oh, this back cover looks a bit wrong. Yeah, this is a Victorian-era novel. Um, I didn't know it was made that long ago. <laughs> You're not thick. <laughs> he is a little bit. <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think this may require a persuade role. Yes. In order to get through to this imbecile, oh, if you're not making the Druidenstone. Stone. Oh, 20, so that's almost a hard pass. Yes. <laughs> he shows you the book, The Moonstone, huh. a book about a stolen diamond. Huh. Doesn't sound as interesting, but... Hey, well, maybe maybe it's something we could do in the future. I think it would be a great idea, personally. Mm, it would be interesting, I shall. It's a shame, though. Yeah. I was looking forward to seeing the watch. <clears throat> well, we'll sign it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel! <laughs> you were so up for it, though. I pass. You're Fuck still you. crushed. <laughs> a little bit sad oh. and disgusting. You're like, this doesn't sound as exciting anymore. Suddenly, for the rest of the day, we're not going to see that enthusiasm. <laughs> you have crushed him. You get 12 CEO points. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you crushed the dreams of a young, inspired lad. It's like things are more likely to go wrong now. <laughs> Just as you want. Yes. Huh. Um, I'm really sorry to impose, Mr. Palmas, just while we are chatting. Would you mind, maybe, if you ever have the time, maybe having a look at one of my scripts? Oh. Um. <laughs> Disclaimer. I have no idea what these scripts I supposedly have are like. I've just had it in my bio. I need to try and get you to look at my scripts. <laughs> <laughs> clearly got scripts with the Dreamstone Marine Life, man. <laughs> He's written himself. Uh. Or some other show. Um... Yes, but not now. Like, no, no, of be... course not. We've got work to do now, Miss Belmarsh. I'll, I'll get, I'll get right back to it. I'm sorry for bothering you. Yes, Meg. If you send something to my office, I'm, I'm sure. Thank you, Simon. Um, I'm sure. Here, <laughs> 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 no. okay, Danny, you want one of these? <laughs> A men's meat. Run some cables down to the basement. <laughs> 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 
you. you. Michael. Oh, I've never been called that before, so it's just. Run the audio cable down to the basement. Alright, Donald. Good talk, Michael. <laughs> yes, Miss Belmarsh. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Nicky, you But you were one that talked to me first. <laughs> Go on, Nicky, have one. Oh, good. I'm busy. <laughs> okay. Glad well, we bought these. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna break into my fucking smash. <laughs> oh, you stole the hobnob from the the team. Mine. Only <laughs> being in character. Me. <laughs> 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 um, as you continue setting up your technical equipment, Simon wanders back over to you. Everything okay? He wasn't bothering you, was he? No, no, quite fine. So, I was wondering if you'd like to have a look at the new soundstage we're setting up in the basement. Mm. What's new about it? We just built it. And. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny is setting up some interesting things with battles and um, long microphones mm-hmm. to do recording in the tunnels. Okay, I will finish off my tea, which I'm not far off, and then yeah, come down. He backs away. You can piece your tea. He goes back to his scribbling in his notebook. <laughs> Totally rejected script for being a rip-off for the Dreamstone animation from the 1980s. Can't use these names; too familiar. Mm-hmm. So you sabotage your job. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I assume I don't have a copy of the script yet. Yeah, you have a copy of his broad outline. So I can we'll look at the two side by side and try and turn one upside down and say that's going to make it make any more sense. No. Well, the technical guys at me seem to be making the most of being on this location. And as the sun slowly sets, you finish setting things up for your tests. In the half-light, the world seems drained of colour inside. And there are deep shadows spreading across the corners of the room. And as you look outside, as you shuffle back and forth between the vans and insides and setting stuff up, you can see layers of mist hiding the ground. The hill itself seems to almost be a little island poking out the top of thick mist that is rolling out of the woodlands and covering the downs. Something at the edge of sight but the visible bleeds into the darkness. The mist is pale and soft, almost glowing as the moon, hidden behind the clouds, seems to reflect through the fog. Roll a D6, everyone. Everyone? Yep. Or one. Catherine and Nikki, you're both outside at this time. Oh. You've got up to have a wander, and you're getting some sound equipment out of the van for Donnie, Danny, Donald, 
Demetrius. Whatever he's called. What are you called again? Uh, honey. Yeah, you were right the second time. <laughs> it's still light outside. It's light, Barely. but the sun is sinking down behind the, the cloud. This mist has rolled in. And for just a moment, there appears to be a human figure standing just inside the mist, watching you both. You're struck by the certainty that there is something profoundly wrong about this person. You both turn to look at them, almost at the same time, almost drawing closer together nearer the van, looking at the figure. They reach an arm up. You definitely see an arm moving through the fog. You can't make out any of their features. And then you blink, and they're gone. Suddenly you realise they're racing towards you, the fog hurling towards you. Both of you roll. Fancy. Oh no. Pass. Not pass. Um, Catherine lets out a little scream and hurls herself to the side. You stand your ground, and the figure just dissipates. Gone. You lose one sanity. I need that. (laughs) Got one. Says Little Miss Seventy. I've got my flashlight and just let go. What was that all about? Uh, I pick myself up and act like nothing has happened. (laughs) (laughs) Brush off your pinstripe suit, like. Guess the fog's coming in. It wasn't just me, was it? That that was a weird weather pattern. I guess it must have been. Trevor wanders out and says, We're going to get out here, ladies. I had a scream. Oh, uh, the, the, the mist just swept in really strange like. Um, well, we're okay. Well, fog always plays tricks on you, especially when the sun's going down. Anyway, Nikki, can you bring that big jerry can of uh, diesel in? I'm going to start the generator and get some lights up. Alright. Um, is it Belmarsh? Miss Belmarsh, um, perhaps you should go inside where it's lighter? Yeah, I guess with the sunlight, this out. It's going to be cold in there as well, but mm. it's what the coat is for. <laughs> Alright, I'll join you in a minute. Okay. You head inside. Trevor is setting up the um, generator in the main entrance hall. Uh, he looks up. It's like, have you been upstairs yet? No, not yet. Oh, you should. You have a look around. It's really good. There are some really interesting rooms up there, mm. and there are working toilets. Aha. So, the wall is still on. But yeah, uh, if you go up the stairs, you end up in sort of like a crossway passage that heads out into the sort of like central shaft area. Um, upstairs is actually fenced in by glass. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, I guess there were offices or labs or something. Um, and then there's access to the roof. But it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Some really good spaces up there for um, definitely dressed them as different sets quite cheaply. Oh, is Nikki still about? Uh, she's lugging in diesel from outside and like pouring it into the generator. All right. Um, I guess just a quick. Are we? Are there any sort of maps in here? I'd be interested in guess how things are laid out. Or should I just have a look? Uh, well, I wasn't able to find maps uh, on my research. I don't know if there's like a sort of you are here sort of. You haven't seen it. Saying on the wall, but haven't found anything yet, I'm afraid. Uh, Mike. Yes. Trevor calls out for you. Have you been making those maps like you're supposed to? Yes. Okay, show them to Miss Belmarsh. (laughs) (laughs) 
What the fuck did you expect with me with the info you were actually saying? No, it's brilliant. It's exactly what I was expecting. Trevor, however, was expecting more competence. <laughs> Trevor is an imaginary character who can actually see the imaginary landscape. <laughs> no, there are no maps. <laughs> Very good, Trevor. Okay. And I, yeah, I will have a look. You're going upstairs? Yes. You head upstairs. Uh, it's pretty much like they said, you go up to the stairs, you come out into the corridor, but heads out into sort of like the octagonal central chamber, and there's really grimy glass that looks out over the shaft. And um, then there are offices and labs. Roll me your spot hidden. I spot you wander about um, you a lot of the office, the labs and offices seem to be isolated from each other and the walls are really thick obviously they must have had recording equipment or sound recording it was a radio telescope so you know some sort of radiography equipment but as you are heading into one of the offices you hear the sounds of others moving around the building at a distance the scrape of a boot on rough concrete, the sound of breathing as someone walks behind you. Turn and voices talking softly. And then, bring the power into balance across all eight. Is the array aligned? And then more quietly, are you hearing me? Hello, the array is aligned. Can you hear me? And you turn, you know, there's just empty corridor, concrete. You can't even hear the others because of the thick glass that surrounds the central core up here. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. <laughs> and all. Maybe they've rigged up some speakers and were just testing the sound equipment in the basement. Yes. <laughs> okay. You didn't get the lowest number on that D6. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you heading back downstairs? Uh, or are you going to keep exploring? It was nonsense, clearly. It is clearly nonsense. It, was just, just, it must have been Danny on the sound microphones. Yeah, but I'm still going to head downstairs, I think. <laughs> start heading for the stairs. Hmm. Hey, Nikki, uh, you finished filling up the generator, and Trevor has... Off the heavy machinery? Oh. The generator goes... I can hear that. <laughs> yeah. He's like... Heavy machinery on there. <laughs> oh, um... If you don't have it, it might be... Because you don't have any skill now. It doesn't have a entry. Yeah, exactly. it doesn't. Uh, he's like, um... Huh. I can't get this to start, Nicky. How are you... Electrical. Let me take a look at it. Yeah, if you're good. Oh, you may pick electrical or mechanical repair, whichever is highest. Oh, electrical then. Am I there? Uh, roll your luck. Mm. No, I'm not. You're busy setting up cameras. Simon has nobbled you and is like getting you to set up some cameras. Uh, a fail on my electrics. Okay, Trevor's going to try the mechanical. Oh, he passed. 
he's, you've, you've both got a panel open as Miss Belmarsh comes back downstairs. And he's like, oh, wait, where's the thing? It's meant to slot in here. It's sort of like a square opening where some thing is meant to... He ruffles through a box and he's like, aha! Clunk. Picks out a clear, like, Fisher-Price square and just slots <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it goes in the square hole. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not there! <laughs> this is Trevor! <laughs> No, it's some sort of like um, almost like large heavy duty breaker fuse mm. thing that the generator won't start if it's not in. It's like clunk. Yeah. Always forget that thing. It's supposed to take it out when you disassemble these things, and then I can always forget to put the stupid thing back in. Well, let's try this again. It presses the start button. Boom! Lights. Power. It's like okay, we've got power. I thought the whole th- oh, Miss Belmarsh, everything is ready to start. Power's on. There are lights. At least on this floor. Mm-hmm. I've strung up some strings of naked light bulbs. Oh, so there's no power upstairs then? Well, we don't really have anything upstairs at the moment. Okay. At least not for tonight's recce. We're going to be filming... Um, we could set up one of the um, night vision cameras in one of the upstairs room. Uh, Nikki, run um, cable off the fuse board <laughs> upstairs with the night vision cameras, would you? Pick one of the offices, mm-hmm. or maybe what might be good, because um, you saw that central, the central shaft of the glass. Mm-hmm. If we rig some lights on the outside of the glass in the shaft, we could illuminate that central area through the glass. That'd be a really good place for night vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my audio visual planning brain. So mm-hmm. That's an eleven. <laughs> Mm. Um, have we plugged in the heater because obviously it's going to get cold um, yeah we've got a heater in the main room okay. and I believe there's another heater in the basement where Danny is setting up the sound so take the third heater upstairs pick an office and set up um, not an office in that central bit around the thing yeah I know what you mean <laughs> set up there uh, take Mike with you um, you'll need someone to help with the wiring Mike where are you Coming! There you are. Hello. Um, we're setting up a night vision camera in the central uh, corridor upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, work with Nikki. Power's on. Um, Nikki, plug anything you need into the switchboard. Do not touch the switchboard. Okay. Doesn't trust you with the electrical equipment just yet. <laughs> At least not plugging things into the free phase power sockets. This is Trevor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Michael, with me. Find you. Right, Miss Belmarsh, we should be ready for the sound test. So, if you'd like to go join Danny in the basement, um, we're going to start down there. Whilst it takes a little longer to set up cameras on the first floor. All right. Danny, hi. You've been setting up in the basement. You now have power and lights, and there's a heater going. Good. Uh, Simon appears. He's like, ah, Danny. Are we ready to start demonstrating the sound systems down here? Yes. Excellent. Um, we're going to start down here. Trevor says it's going to take me a little longer to set up the cameras. Okay. He wants to do some fancy stuff, which is good. So, Miss um, Belmarsh will be down in a minute. Um, so I've got some basic things we can read out into the sound system. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you got any suggestions? Like, do you want shouts? Do you want quiet? Do you want loud? 
Actually, oh, do we want a bit of everything? We'll just show it off. I had an idea that we could get some quite nice effects if we used the long corridor around the corner here. Um, and record stuff at the far end of it oh. with some shotguns. That sounds great. Brilliant. Um, just tell me where you need me and I'll, uh, I'll make noises. Alright. Uh, well, I've set up the microphones for the near end of the corridor, so if you go along to the far end and I guess let's get some running sounds, let's get some shouts, let's get some uh, uh, just conversation as well, see how they all work. Okay, he wanders off and starts testing. I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Speakers are making noises again. <laughs> right, um, you are with, you come downstairs, you join Danny, uh, you can see Simon is heading off down a long corridor. Talk, uh, whilst I go use the loop. Explain how you're ready for the sound tests. Or explain how you're not ready. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Danny? <laughs> Just gonna have a stare contest. There are microphones. Good. They That's are what I like to hear. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, uh, there are some challenges recording in a place like this. It's quite echoey. Mm. Um, I don't think we necessarily want to use the sound from here for everything dialogue in certain contexts is probably going to be better to be dubbed in but the corridors down here have some interesting acoustic properties and we could get some mileage out of that the rest of it we might be able to handle with some baffling and some uh, yeah, if we set stuff up fairly discreetly or dress the set in a way that we're going to dampen some of these echoes somewhat, then it might be a better, uh, a little bit of a better prospect for dialogue and stuff. But mostly as it is, I'm sort of imagining this, we can get some good... Um, ambient sound out of this and um, and some good uh, the Foley people will like it mm. Yeah, and if not ideal for here I'm sure there will be scripts that can use the space mm-hmm. so that's it's a mixture for sound I think quite clunky and that's fine yeah how <clears throat> so much last time? Hmm. Yeah, it, it's good if you if you want snack sounds. Like. <clears throat> you haven't been doing any sound upstairs at all. You've only been here. 
Mm-hmm. You haven't been setting anything up upstairs. You've only been down in this room so far. I thought this was the most promising. We could maybe get some interesting things if we um, recorded in the big kind of atrium, but... Interested in how long the process may take. But, okay. How long? Uh, I mean... Not necessarily long. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if you can do what you need to do in less time, then so much the better. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I, I don't really see any particular reason why we need to strike it out. My tasks are going to be done pretty quickly, as far as I can tell. Um, it's I'm not glad to hear it. There's not much of the proper recording that we can demonstrate until we have a properly dressed set anyway because that's going to change how the sound works in this place for a start so we can simulate a little bit of that but until we know what it's actually going to be like on the day it's hard to tell how things are going to record here can you hear me? Simon's voice comes out of one of the speakers nearby I'm in place I've got a bunch of props and I've got the fake shotgun ready no, 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 a, a shotgun microphone. Yeah. Oh, I've only got the shotgun out of the prop box. Mm. Do you not need this? It fires it, and it makes a really loud, booming sound right over the uh, sound equipment. Well, the microphones work. <laughs> oh, excellent, brilliant. So you don't need this, then. You hear the click-click of him, like... Uh, re- re- reloading the prop. No, we don't need that. I do know that like making very loud noises into microphones like that aren't good for them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You said shotgun. What was I supposed to think? Shotgun microphones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> being the sound engineer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the producer, he didn't know this. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> okay, well, I'm ready for the array to be aligned. Okay. Is the array aligned? Isolation room C, please prepare. We're receiving an incoming transmission. I assume this is from the script. And the script like, hasn't got dialogue yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, no care. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, I might be saying that out loud. Um, yeah. Oh, well, so, you ready for me to start? What am I doing first? Uh, yeah, well, I, I loved your work on the array or whatever. Um, the array is aligned. Isolation room C is receiving a transmission. Systems are aligning. We're receiving odd oscillations. Roll your spot hidden. Probably don't want to spot. I do not spot. I do not spot. Okay. Um, it stops again. The, the voice stops. Yeah. And uh, you're not entirely sure if that was Simon's voice, or maybe he was just putting on a voice. I mean... Yeah, well, well, like, at the moment, though, who else would it be? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, Can you just give us um, some... 
It, could you get, could you just run a bit up and down? I want to see how that goes. Oh, yeah, sure. You hear running, echoing over the <laughs> microphones. Well, your sound engineering as you adjust the dials and the magnetic tape recorders. Uh, yep, I pass. You're getting some good running sounds. It's echoing quite nicely back and forth, fading through the uh, microphones, and it goes on for about a minute, and he stops. How's that? It's good. I feel like we could get this elsewhere, but it is there is a there's kind of an authenticity to it. We're losing, we're losing control of the array. Realign telemetry zero. Yeah, just just the running is fine, actually. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're upstairs. Don't say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> the array is aligning. We're getting more cascade feedback in isolation chamber B, yeah. F. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't... Is he being called a cuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need any more dialogue from you. Actually, it, it's it's fine if we just have the running. What dialogue? I've just been running. Are we picking up others? Like, is, is anything getting... else happening nearby? I don't know. But... We might be getting some interference from something. Let me just check the equipment again. Hello, hello, hello. That you, Simon? Hello. Who's this? Can you hear us? We can hear you. Yes, we're doing some filming. We seem to be getting some interference from somewhere. I don't know how that even works, but... Is the array aligned? You must align the array. Yeah, I don't... I think you got the, got the wrong number here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simon comes walking around the corner. What's going on? You stopped talking to me. Yeah, we've got some problems with the audio equipment. We seem to be picking up some kind of interference from... Is there like a nearby lab here or something? I don't think so. Mm. You've not attached something to what part of the old um, telescope array, have you? And you're picking signals up off the roof or something? No, yeah, no, definitely not. It shouldn't be happening, but... Well... Let's put a pin in this and we can pick it up once you've worked out the um, interference. Don't worry about this. Technical issues happen. Especially when you're filming on a new site. Mm-hmm. I understand. Have we checked the roof? There isn't like an old antenna or something on the roof. It's plausible. Um, I mean, this place didn't have any power. But yeah, maybe it's, I don't know, solar powered or something. There could be something on the roof. Amateur ham radios or something. It's a box of biscuits. It's... <laughs> Great, do not eat the box of bread. <laughs> eat oh, your hog nuts. Oh, it's a box of tea. We just... Oh, no, I don't... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to think why this would be happening, but I'll... I guess I'll figure it out. It must be picking up something from somewhere. Weird. Anyway, um, did we get anything on that test? Yeah, I got some uh, some running sounds before it all kind of started getting overwritten. Oh, you'll pick this up in a, in a bit when you saw it out. Another cup of tea? Whilst we wait for Trevor to be ready? 
Mm, yes, please. Let's head back up to the central area. I'm at least slightly happier that this is something sound related, but I'm still not. <laughs> mm. But it can't be anything else. Mm. <laughs> Clearly, you were hearing whatever interference they're picking up in the bathroom mm-hmm. in an empty office. So maybe it is coming from the roof. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to play with the sound equipment or are you going to go check the roof just in case there is something up there? Um, yeah, I'll go up. We'll also start heading up. Meanwhile, on the first floor. Hello. Nice. We've been setting up the cameras, haven't we? Television cameras. Mm-hmm. I heard a big chopper. <laughs> <laughs> You are. Give you a vague idea of the building now. Oh. You're on this. You've wandered around it enough to get a brief glimpse. You're on this central bit, and this is all ringed in by grimy windows. And you can see Trevor is up uh, scaffolding stepladder, setting up lights for you. Uh-huh. And you're setting up the cameras. Roll your audio visual setup. That's fairish. This time, surely. Fail. Oh no, that's a pass again. <laughs> I've only got twenty-five in it. I've got twenty-three. <laughs> I've passed what? it three times. <laughs> um, you've strung up lights and cameras, and whilst you Mike, are moving up the stairs, mm-hmm. um, you're just like hooking lights off hooks. Hooking mm-hmm. uh, lights. You see, Nikki is setting up the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the normal cameras. Uh-huh. You see a shadow figure standing in the doorway. Now, Nikki's got her back to us, so Nikki's facing towards you working on the camera. Behind her, there's one of the open doors to the office, and you mm-hmm. see a figure. Tall figure. Oh, they the are, others must be up here. Step out into the light. They are wearing a full rubber radiation suit, gas mask, blank eye visor. They're moving towards Nikki slowly, step by step. I thought this was just for sound tests tonight, Nikki. Who's, who's that in the suit? You what? Behind you. So, yeah. <laughs> Position it so it's alright then. Yeah. And there's a figure in a gas mask right up in your face. And skull clunks forward against the riser. And you roll sanity. Oh. I made it somebody else's problem. Yeah. That failed. You let out a terrifying shriek and drop the camera you were working on. Yeah. And then it's gone. And as Nikki screams, it's just the corridor is just empty. Lose two sanity, Nikki. You lose one, just because that's a bit weird. <laughs> Where where'd they go? What's wrong? Did I blink and they run away? A gunshot goes off. Oh, a deafening loud boom <laughs> oh, of no. a shotgun. 
<laughs> you both roll sanity again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, man. You didn't have to roll sanity. <laughs> well, I passed that one. I don't now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, good, I'm good with sound. You're not good with sights. I was two off. Lose two sanity, both of you. What? I passed Oh, you passed. Yeah. Sorry, I have to roll again. Lose one, because oh. it still startles you. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a bit of a state of... Exactly, you're in a bit of a state of... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, right, what would I... Oh, I'll be right. Who was that? The, not the sound, the... 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 the person. Oh, oh, I didn't get a good look at them. You were closer, Nicky. Trevor is banging on the glass from the top of his uh, stepladder. He waves at you both. You okay in there? There was a guy in here. We're not sure who it was. They're in a rubber suit. They ran off or something. Have you two been smoking something? There's no one else here. No, but... Of course we haven't been smoking. Well, I did say it, was, it wasn't one of us. So I was just wondering, did we bring any props with us? Yeah. Somebody must have gone into a props and decided to play a prank or something then. Well, they're all in the basement doing sound. Simon just set off a shotgun. So, other prank-like behaviour then? Probably. Silly I'll have a word. Sorry, I didn't catch one. I'll have a word. Alright, thanks. I, I grabbed the camera and stuff. Hell. Well, you're mechanical repair. <laughs> Can I assist, seeing as I am present? You can. Have a bonus day. Yeah, but I need it. <laughs> yes, we pass together. Together, you... With a hard pass. Oh. <laughs> it's like the, the plastic frame has actually cracked, snapped off its hinge, but it's actually not damaged the camera. Mm. But you managed to, between the pair of you, get it clicked back in place, and like, oh, good. The £4,000 4, camera is yeah. open. <laughs> If we find out whoever pulled that stunt, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't. You don't do that when you're up a ladder with a £4,000 camera. It's a bit silly. You okay, Nicky? Yeah, just give me a minute. Yeah. And then we'll set this one back up again. Uh-huh. You get it set up, and you hook it up to a laptop. Um, run a screen test. Roll your photography. Do you want to show Mick how it's done? Why not? Have a bonus guy. Oh. I do have photography as well, yeah, so... Okay. Well, we're, we're passing. Yeah, we pass. Just a normal right. pass. The, um... You know, you're just showing Mick how this done. You're doing a... Essentially a camera test. But these days, they feed into a laptop. Yeah. Very modern. Yeah, here's the software. Mm-hmm. You press this button to do that. And... Yep, yeah, that one's working okay. Okay. And then if it wasn't working okay, this would light up. The screen right. flickers. The picture on the laptop fills with static suddenly. The view of the um, corridor space just start, starts scanning old-fashioned static lines running across the screen. Oh, maybe we did break it a bit. I walked over you to both, the camera. And as Mick walks over to the camera to check it, the reflection of your face, you can see your reflection in the laptop screen, starts to become distorted from the static. It becomes more and more intense, and for a moment, your reflection turns and looks up at you. Your whole head is shifting, slowly turning 
in the screen. Then the screen blinks, and you're looking at a clear image from the camera feed. Mick is like, cable is loose. That yeah, that's that's fixed it. Um, good, good. I think um, I think there's tea and coffee facilities downstairs. Should we just take a break? I mean, we've been out a while now. I think all the others have already had a break. Yeah, let's yeah. Just let Trevor know. I I, I go over to the glass to. Is Trevor still out there? Can you can see a figure up the ladder, adjusting the lights. I do a little knock on the window. Not loud, just a little knock-knock. Something thumps into the window directly in front of you. Hmm, that's not Trevor. <laughs> I'm just going to... Yeah, I told him. <laughs> I had the knock on the door, so probably that's good enough for me. It's time for tea. <laughs> time for tea. You scuttle downstairs. Um, probably a bird. As you get downstairs, Trevor is um, sitting at the control desk, working, like sort of like testing the camera feed. There's a bank of monitors. I don't think about the fact he's down here rather than up there much. I go, Trevor, we're going to get some tea and some bickies. Do you want some? Coffee, two sugars, black. Okay. We continue on our way, on our valiant quest. <laughs> Away from the... To the coffee and tea There's a little camping show we have to boil the kettle. Uh-huh. You get coffee and tea. Uh-huh. Black blue sugars for Tev, Trevor. Um, Danny. Yes. You reach the roof. <clears throat> Okay. You have to go upstairs, you pass the others in the central area, they seem to be having a little tea break, <clears throat> and you head out onto the roof. Okay. Um, there is the central shaft, which is surrounded by a fence. There is blocky machinery that looks like the air conditioning system, or fans, or heating system, some sort of some sort of fan with duct arrangement and it is dark and as you walk around the roof you see over the edge of the building just fog has literally sort of rolled up the building is now just this isolated little hillock Mm -hmm. on the top of the building can I please have your card can I have my card oh no please I'll look at it no alright Tell you, it's a three. <laughs> excellent. Apparently, it's excellent. This happens to you. Okay. Look, this is interesting. You say that now. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's not it's you. Different. It's different. <clears throat> okay. I have an inkling. It didn't sound didn't like that, bad, okay? Mm. <laughs> I wonder. Also, I do have a phone on me. Hmm. Yeah, we have PDA pin. Oh, that thing. Right, okay. It's just picked up a signal on the roof. Okay. I'm sure that's fine. That's why it's on a piece of notepaper. <laughs> Alright. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, coffee. Ah, I have. I've upgraded to coffee. You're having a coffee. Mm. But others are having a coffee as well and a tea break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simon wanders up. So we ran into some technical difficulties during the sound test. Um, Danny's just checking the roof for mm-hmm. interference. But Mike, can you take a torch downstairs and check the um, basement? Just do a loop. Okay. Check, uh, see if there's any active electrical equipment in the tunnels. Something we might have missed that might be sending out an interference signal. All right. I down the rest of my drink. Uh, I grab a few biscuits to take with me. <laughs> torch. And a torch. Mm. Big, chunky, proper, battery-powered flashlight. I, I call out, don't, if you find anything, don't turn it off or interfere with it. Just take oh, it yeah. and... Oh, yeah. Not even said. Come back and tell us where it is. Yeah, sure. I head off munching on my first biscuit as I walk. (laughs) You head down to the basement. I'm scared. I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Things are not safe here. Is it possible for me to gain sanity? Yes. Okay. Likely, however, no. <laughs> it's always possible. <laughs> the fact that he has is concerning. What do I do with the card? Oh, you gave it back to me. Oh, yes. Uh, Peter's got the card back again. Good. I like having um, five more luck. Alright, well that's a minor occurrence, I guess. I... Tra-la-la. <laughs> um, just on the roof, you're heading to the basement. You head to the basement. I am heading to the basement. <laughs> you head <laughs> into the basement. <laughs> the central area is lit. That you can see the sound recording booth. There won't be equipment for the sound system. Do you want to stop and have a look? We're going to continue with the job. Danny's not down there at the moment. Why don't you speak to the array people? Um, I mean, I've been told to do my job. I'm already a little bit on edge because of that thump. That very brief tea break wasn't really enough to put me at ease. So I probably want to get this done and get back to everyone else as fast as possible. So... I will just get on with my job. I don't. I wasn't told to check the sound booth. I move on. You move on. You head down into the tunnels that loop around the basement. Roll me your spot hidden. Well, it's quite likely I'm not going to succeed on this, he says, jinxing himself. I could luck that. I'm not going to. <laughs> you do get a bonus die because you have the flashlight. Oh. I mean, I just rolled a 28. I'm not that likely to do better with yeah, a you're, bonus you're 20, dice. Yeah, 20% chance. And I didn't do better. <laughs> you are walking around the loop tunnels. You've headed mm-hmm. away from where they were doing the sound setup. You see a couple of cameras that have been set up, the night vision cameras to do mm-hmm. recording. Uh, up in the central chamber, Catherine and Nicky and Danny you walk in at this point having come down from the roof mm. Trevor's like oh everyone gather around look night vision cameras are up and there 
is Mick. Look, there he is. Ah. You can see him pointing at the camera. Alright. So now, now we should be able to track him. I've set up an array of the night vision cameras in the tunnels. So whilst he's checking for anything weird, we can follow him. Oh god, I'm going to disappear off the cameras, aren't I, at some point? Um, you see Mick. We turn around, looking around. Um, he stops, he's pointing another camera. You can see the camera is lit up. It's tracking you on this little panning thing. And he steps forward and sort of like waves at the camera. And in the space behind him, there's a figure standing completely still. Its body encased in a hazard suit. Its face hidden by a gas mask. The thing is right behind Mike. You can see him. And Mike turns to carry on and walks straight through the figure. <laughs> Jesus! There's nothing there. And given that I've already seen that. You fucking tried to make me see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the image judges and jumps. And as it does, the figure moves. Its limbs moving jerkily as it turns and starts to walk after Mike. And yet Mike seems to have not seen it at all. Oblivious. The corner. And Trevor, like, flicks to the next camera around that corner. And Mike isn't there. There's just a figure Shit. jerkily moving along. And then Mike walks into shop. Oh. Just walking along, shining his torch. <laughs> um, Trevor's like, The fuck is... Who is that? Well, Trevor's not reacting to them. So he's clearly not... They're he's not, not in on it, is he? Is this what pranked you upstairs? Yes, yeah, ain't that thing. Yeah, but I was on the other side of the room. Yeah, but uh, but now now I can see you two not not interacting with it. I'm thinking you saw me walk through yeah. it. Something weird, Danny. Can we um reset the system? Uh, yeah. And, sorry, Miss Belmarsh, Simon. We must be picking something up. Yeah, there was an interference downstairs. There's some mobile reception in the uh, upstairs. What oh, is there? I didn't think we'd get any. Tiny amount. I got a text message. Oh, anything else? Yeah. I, I Wrong gra- number. <laughs> <laughs> I get a, uh, a flashlight. I'm going to go down, down there with him. Okay. Um, if Trevor starts resetting the system. Craig, hmm? as the cameras turn off, give me your card. <laughs> I I don't like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was not a sad you wanted to hear. You can have this back. Don't look at it. I suspect it will come into play later again. Wait for that. Oh, there it is. Ah. <laughs> uh. Downstairs. Yes. Uh, looking for uh, Mike. You yep. head into the central area. <clears throat> uh, as you are crossing the central area where the sound control booth is lit up, there is a sound of metal hitting metal, like the dull tolling of a bell. Suddenly, the lights flicker and they dim. Except for in one of the side chambers, you can see bright light almost rising up, like someone is turning the lights up in there. Um, like in one of the side, like the little spoke chambers around the edge of this room. Mm. Um, the gleaming. Wow. You can see the door is open, 
and gleaming tiles on the inside. You hear a noise like water trickling down a bath plug hole. Slow, gloop, gurgling. There's a low click, like a latch being raised. And another door to your left, one of the sealed, the spoke chambers, swings open. Lick it. You turn your torch. As you look, there's a thick smell of meat, sugar. Thick, oozing blood is running down the tiled walls from the now open chamber and running into the drain just outside. On the floor are pieces of a person, an arm, half a head, chunks of <laughs> butchered by a cleaver, almost shredded into pieces. There are scraps of clothing that you are quite sure are what Mike was wearing. Roll your sanity. Mm. I how I get on this. Pass. I think that's a pass. No, just a regular pass. Uh, you lose six sanity. What? I mean, <laughs> you, I passed. You did. Yeah. But your friend and co-worker's corpse is still strewn in bloody chunks across the floor. You let out a little bit of a whimper. You managed not to full-throated girly scream. Do I get a temporary insanity from that? No. Okay. What are you doing? <clears throat> well, in my mind, I thought, if I pass this, I'm just going to think, right, this is more of that prank. I'm just going to go barging into the door. All right, the game's up. But with that much sanity... It's very disturbing. Yeah. You can see the blood oozing and the chunks. I sort of, like, close my eyes and just... You shake your head, yeah. close your eyes... You look again. It's gone. Right, now I do what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> just barging through that door. All right, game's up. There's nothing in there. It's empty. Um, you hear footsteps and Mike comes around the corner. You see um, Nikki in one of the uh, radial rooms sh- shining around her torch around. Nikki, you are. Right. I thought I just heard a shout. All right, how did you do it? Do what? You know, you, the, 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 the soup guy upstairs, and you did it again down here. What? I mean, what soup guy? I mean, there was a soup guy upstairs. Mm-hmm. And he was following, on, but... you, following you around here as well. What? On the camera, I saw it. I didn't see nothing down here, Nicky. You, are you alright? Perfectly fine, thank you. Maybe we should have some more tea. This place is a little bit... Creepy. I mean, it's dark and all that. And the lights come back on. Oh, that'll be better. I didn't want to come in the first place and I just storm back out. Meanwhile, upstairs, Danny, you've been resetting the system with Trevor, mm-hmm. and you've restarted the generator. Things are starting to come back online. And whilst you are busy doing that, I meet your sound engineering. Sound engineering. Um. Success. You've got the intercom system up and running between here and the basement. Alright. And the new test rig on the first floor. Okay. Uh, Simon's like, right, now the system is reset, should we try a demonstration of the recording equipment on the second floor? Sound and film. 
Let's do it. Okay, Miss Belmont, you gonna join us? Yes. Okay, you four head upstairs uh, to the recording equipment that has been set up in the central glassed-in corridor in the middle. Trevor is going to roll on 11. He starts demonstrating some of the cool effects they can do with the camera array in this room. Especially with the glass, with the lights being on the other side of the glass. And you start showing off, you know, how you can record different angles and different sounds, depending on where you set up the microphones. Okay. You two. There's no one there. You get back to the central control hub in the main area and it's empty. There are a couple of steaming, half-drunk mugs of tea, but there's no one here. So, as junior techs, I read no one being here as meaning we should be on standby until someone comes back so we can have some more tea. Have a look at the screen where we have the cameras on. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the screens are back online? Yeah. Do I see anybody? Well, me, you're... Photography to use the system. Have we got like a beverage king or is it a kettle? We've got a kettle. That is a kettle hard on. pass. The camping stove kettle, not yeah. electric one. I. Kettle on. your piece of paper there. There it is. I just need to remind myself something. Hard pass. Yeah. Uh, you click for the system, and yep, there they are. They're on the second floor. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. One, I just one have a big sugar. Make it two. Two. Sure. Sure. Oh, I put a little bit of a third in. Yeah. <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. How milky do you want it? Uh, normal. Normal. Okay. okay. Yeah, they're all they're all upstairs. So let's just. Simmer down here. Yeah, it's just it's just this place has got us on edge, Nikki. No need to worry. Oh, I just don't know why they dragged us out here at night. Like, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I'm sure it'll be all fine come morning. Nikki, Nikki, can you hear us? I look, I look back to the screen, but yeah, the array is online. We are doing a beta test. What array? What test? The array oh, is aligned. The array is aligned. You're like, fucking hell, Mike, turn the fucking hell off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just get in there. We need it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't hear them properly over the microphones <laughs> due to the sound of the kettle boiling. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I just assume it's like maybe the uh, the 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 sound control panel was just picking up what they're saying upstairs so I just sort of ignore it uh, roll photography as you flick through the system 100 oh. <laughs> I've had a lot of passes it was a bad sign oh 100 excellent I'll just wait for the kettle to stop boiling <laughs> <laughs> I saw the double zero I was like ooh and then saw the other one <laughs> Oh, poor Nikki, she's getting stressed. <laughs> okay. I think. It won't be, be long before Nikki's at the lowest uh, sensitivity. I 
mean, the way you're going, maybe? Yeah. You just need to chill out. It's fine. Didn't fail. Yeah. <laughs> Much more exciting if you fail. Well, I didn't. <laughs> As you're playing with the array, and Mike is making tea off in the corner, you flick to the base of the cameras. Yeah. Just curious. The night vision cameras flick up. Nothing, no movement. And then it stops. The screen judders with static. And you see the doorway. You vaguely remember it. It's um, in one of those circular tunnels mm. around the outside. Um, it's been shut, but it's slowly clanking upwards. And it stops. And you see a long tunnel that the night vision camera is pointing directly at it. And Mike is standing there, in perfectly dressed as he is. Um, he waves. At you, and then he starts screaming. Want some Becky's? Clawing at his face, <laughs> and he's just dissolving. <laughs> Literally, he seems to just be being pulled apart like soft spaghetti live on camera. Becky's? And... <laughs> Am I glued to this, or do I actually. You, you turn around and look at him, and then you look back, and he, he's gone from the screen, and then you look at him, and he's like. Standing there with your, your coffee and your, your biscuits. Well, I'm just about to put whatever she chooses on a nice little paper plate and I'm nicely arranged. What I end up doing is I, I go to actually take the bickies from your hand, but I actually go like... Um, <laughs> here you go, here you go, you can have them, it's fine. Are you okay, Nicky? God, I've had enough of this. Just, just take your mind off the job for a minute. No, I mean, I've had enough of this job. Oh, uh, are you looking for another one? I've got another one. Oh, congratulations. As soon as this is over, I am gone. So, if... I, I don't like Simon, okay? He's, he's a crackpot, but this is just... This is too much for me. Is it, is it in the same line of work, or...? Better. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's a better company. Anyway. Nicky, Nicky, Nicky. God, they are demanding today, aren't they? Hence, you know why I'm getting out. Mm. What? The array is giving us some odd recordings. Can you go out to the van and bring in a 729 from the main storage building? Do I know what a 729 is? You've got no fucking clue. And what's the storage building? They say go out to the van and then what? <laughs> you know what? <sighs> Come on, then, Mike. We're going upstairs. I, I, I go over... No, I just go over to you and go... Do you know what a 729 is? Not a fucking clue. I, I go over to, to her and go... <laughs> Sorry, you're... <laughs> you're <laughs> the array is alive. <laughs> Thank you. Instruction received. Aligning array. Control system beta 2.9... I think he's just interference. I'll turn it off. <laughs> it goes off. <laughs> I told you how much I like you. I do I have a mic? <laughs> Maybe you'll get him a job at your new company. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, sit down. Let's have some bickets. You're still wound up. We need we need to be your, have our minds nice and relaxed so we can actually do what we're here to do and get out of it. Yeah. 
I know, I know Trevor was like, oh, let's drag it out sort of thing. Because we can do this in two hours. But he's all like, oh, let's drag it out to, I don't know, help Simon or something. I don't know. So let's just crack. Yeah, let's have a break. But then let's just crack on. No nonsense. I'm fed yeah. with this. Exactly. I bring the teas over. I bring all the fucking packages <laughs> to the table. And you've turned off the control board. Yep. <laughs> the whole control board. You just said you were turning it off. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I don't care. Yeah, it's turned it off. Very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm too pissed to be bothered. My friend Nikki was clearly wound up and the job was getting to her. She needed a minute. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, <laughs> it's been going quite well. You're actually quite impressed with some of the camera work going on here. Mm-hmm. You can actually see potential for this sort of location and this sort of camera work and sound setup. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. So, grudgingly, Trevor and Danny are onto a good thing. Simon, not so much. <laughs> um, but you have run into a problem. Everything has just stopped. All the screens have gone off, there's no power. And he sighs. It's like, Trevor's like, I think they've turned it off from downstairs. He presses the intercom again. Nikki? Nikki? No, they've turned it off. <sighs> right. We'll set up the next shot. Miss Belmarsh, would you mind popping downstairs and possibly after you to turn it back on? Yeah, uh, I will go see what's going on. Thank you. Um, Simon, let's get the next shot turned up. So tell us how you want this to go. And you leave them and Danny chatting away about um, what they're going to do next. And you start heading downstairs. You are halfway down the stairs when you must give me your card. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm the last one. <laughs> hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh this, this one shot's full of tension. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's great, but uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> this is a good mechanic, I like it. Mm. Well, you, you stitched it, crossed, stitched yeah, it, and packed on something with it. Blank look. <laughs> Read the other side. Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, uh, Danny, oh. you are working with um, Trevor, and he's like, right, this next shot, I want a microphone on the other side of that glass. Can you take one up to the roof? Spoil it down so it's hanging on the other side of the glass window. Okay. Will that work? Should do. We should be able to pick up quite. It'll be muffled, but that's the sort of effect Simon wants to try and pick up. Like you know, spies listening from the other side of the window. He's got some crazy idea. He looks over at Simon, who's fiddling around the camera. You know, people gonna rappel down the inside of the shaft to listen through the glass at night, kind of thing. So we need to demonstrate whether or not we can pick sound up through this thing. In my opinion, as a sound engineer, is this the best approach? Probably not. But he wants to do it. He's still the boss. Well, then I would like to suggest what I think the best approach would be. I want to hear it. What do you think we should do? I don't know. I'm not a sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
you are. <laughs> you literally just said you are. Well, you're sound engineer. An engineer. I get a hard success. You want the parabolic microphone from out of the van. Okay. And you can set it up on the other side of the glass, still like nailing down into the um, shaft, and that will pick up sound through the window in a cool way they want. Okay, I need to get a different mic for this, though. Okay. I, um... I'll be right back. I've got to go out to the van. Cool. We'll be here. You head downstairs to the van. Um... Catherine, you arrive where you find these two having tea, and you can clearly see they have turned the system off. Hello? Ah, hey Catherine. Uh, sorry, Miss Belmarsh. How are you to now? Would you like some tea and bickies? Not at the moment. No. Um, I, Trevor wondered why all the power upstairs has gone off. Oh, it's really very simple, Miss Belmarsh. We were having a lot of uh, some sort of feedback going on. Normally, if tech gets like that, if you turn it off for a little bit and let the system cool down, it can sometimes cure it. So we're going to turn it on again in just a minute and it should be all fine. Okay, Mike. I just sit there and go... Probably about the amount of time it takes us to finish this cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) A very promising future. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Would you like a bourbon? No. Or that hobnob? No, I'm okay for biscuits and for tea. Finish my tea. Right, I turn it back on. It doesn't start. <laughs> well, that's a sign that something was seriously wrong with it anyway. There's no power. <clears throat> oh, all the power is gone. <sighs> okay, Mike. Come with me and we'll go get Trevor. I start well, looking at the generator. Well, we can have a look at the generator. We might be able to get it going. At the generator? Yeah. How can you leave the professional Nicky to fix the generator and take this in yeah. the signal away? <laughs> He's clearly just turned it off and broken everything. Let's go see Trevor, Mike. Alright. You two trundle off to see Trevor. Danny is at the van. You are on your own fixing the generator. Yes. Yeah. It definitely looks like when Mike turned it off, he sent the signal to shut down the generator. And now you have to restart it and give okay. me a card. Uh, sorry, I don't blame Mike. He clearly didn't know this would happen. Yeah, because that's not how these things work in reality. <laughs> You're clearly not very smart. <laughs> oh. Roll a d4, Flinty. Uno. Okay. Uh, you arrive at the top floor mm-hmm. with Mike in tow. Uh, Trevor is on his own, fiddling with a camera, and he looks up. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey, Trevor. What's up? Yeah. They turned off the 
system downstairs, and then it would not come back up. Mm-hmm. Why did you turn it off? Because we were getting a lot of weird feedback. Right. And you tripped the generator. Yeah, normally the switch on a panel which isn't on the generator wouldn't do that. It would if you shut down all the power and the power has nowhere to go and the breakers trip. Pretty sure that's not how generators work, but all right. This is a bit of a jury rigged field generator. Oh, right, so it's because the equipment in this company isn't up standard. Gotcha. He looks at Miss Belmarsh. The equipment in the company is pretty top notch if you use it correctly. Mm -hmm. Someone clearly needs more training. I think I might look for another job after this. Clearly we need more funding here and someone's just covering up for that fact. Oh. <laughs> wow. Mm. Um, why don't you head down to the van and see if Danny needs help with the microphone? Will do. <laughs> Sorry about him. Um, yeah. I don't have anything to say to him. <laughs> we'll hopefully get things up and running again soon. Flinty, roll your electrical repair to get the generator up and running. Seven. You get the power back on. The lights click on. Danny, you come inside with your parabolic microphone just to see Nikki getting the generator up and running. Mm-hmm. Oh, where have you been? I've needed a different microphone from the van. Oh, what are you doing upstairs then? What? 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 What, what do you need to? Use that cam uh, that equipment for. Upstairs. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, I uh, oh right, they uh, got some idea about recording behind a pane of glass or something. Hmm. Okay. Um. You know, what? I don't like being left by my all on my Todd. Um. You seem you're stressed. It's a night. Mm-hmm. It is that. Come on. Show Nikki what you've been doing. Alright. Uh, come on then. Uh, you can help me set up this mic, I guess. Okie dokie. You both head on up to the roof. Let's go up to the place where we wanted the microphone set up. You head for the roof. Where were you going? I was going to meet him out of the van. Okay, so roll me your luck, Craig. I'm lucky. You meet Nikki and Danny coming up the stairs. Oh, hey guys, do you need any help? I was asked to come down and see if you needed anything out of the van. Uh. Yeah, come with us, why not? Sure. Um, listen, have you had a chance to, um, test the setup since we rebooted it? Not yet, no. Nikki just repaired it now. Okay. Alright. I still can't figure out where the interference is coming from. Does seem a bit weird. Probably something though. Maybe the cables are acting as an antenna. They should be insulated against that, but I mean, some I of the equipment here seems else. a bit 
iffy. So, who knows, eh? Well, it's not ghosts. Right. What makes you say that? Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I don't really give it too much thought, to be quite honest. <laughs> I think, if anything, it was probably a stated disavowal of any knowledge of ghosts. Probably saying it would just be silly, because they don't exist, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Let's stop talking about ghosts and set up these microphones. <laughs> you get to the roof. Captain, you are alone with Trevor. I am. Um, he's working away with new cameras, and he's like, right, once the parabolic microphone is set up, you should be good to go. Did you want to go back down to the control room and watch it from there? We'll be able to demonstrate the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I guess I can do that. Good. Excellent. Um, where's Simon got to? Have you seen him? No. He said he was going to go downstairs and... <sighs> Should we go have a look? Yeah, he said he was going to go to the basement to grab some of the... Um, Stuff we've been using down there, some of the props, so we can use them up here. Alright, let's take a look. I'm struggling to carry them up the stairs. I'll see you in the control room. Okay. Yeah, I was literally about to say that's two hours. Let us stop the break. Okay, so these three are on the roof Mike, Nikki, and Danny, and you were going to the central chamber? Yep. You arrive at the central chamber. The lights are back on. The machinery is hissing and fitzing and making strange noises. And you hear a soft, quiet hum from the microphone array. And then the screen flickers on and you see Simon in the basement. Oh. Okay. But there's nobody here. There's no one here now. You are on your own. Well... Go to the basement, see what's going on. Okay. You head for the basement. As you enter the basement, there's a flash of light. The pit of your stomach seems to lurch, and the walls around you are suddenly lit with fresh, clear light. The paint is no longer peeling, but crisp and pristine. And a couple of feet in front of you, you see two figures in white hazard suits leaning over a naked figure on a steel gurney, gas masks hanging from their belt. You hear one of them say, Subject 7, sedation holding. And she turns away from the supine figure, and she looks at you. Ah! There you are. Uh, well, this one's ready. We need to get him into the chamber. It will not last for more than 20 minutes. I don't want to redose him, or he won't be conscious. And the other figure goes, wait, they need to be conscious? And she nods, yes, yes. We sedate them long enough for them to wake up slowly inside the chambers as the telescope comes online. Are you ready for us to proceed? You uh, are? Two smiles at you. Okay, there you are. Proceed. Move this subject into the chamber. Well, your sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Please be sane. I am. Stop having these hallucinations. Extremely sane. You blink and shake <clears throat> your head, and everything 
is back to normal. It's dark, peeling paint, ancient concrete. The sound equipment is set up. There's no sign of the figures. But you do notice that one of the uh, the, the chambers around the periphery of the room, it's shut. When you're quite sure it was open last time you were down here. And you hear footsteps and Simon walks around the corner. Oh, there you are. Um, everything okay? Uh, as well as can be, Simon. Good. I've been wandering around down here in the dark, but I found what I think is the tunnel that leads to the storage building. It's... You fire a tunnel? Ooh, it looks like it goes under the ground, and then you go up into the building over opposite. I was just having a look. Okay, guess that would make sense as to why there wasn't any way in, if you get there for that. Okay, yeah, let's go see it. Okay! So... How are you finding things here at Lord's Down? Not what I thought it would be. I think we're getting there, though. The array is definitely coming online. What array would that be, Simon? Oh, you know, the array. It's down here. He turns a corner and he gestures and there's a big corrugated steel shutter. Um, I think it's this and he starts turning a crank. Kicks up it slowly, and then on the other side there is a corridor. It's quite a long corridor, but then there's you can see there's a door at the far end. So yeah, I think this leads into the storage building next door. Okay, it's the only thing that would be in that direction. Shall hmm. we look? Sure. Roll me your power now. I am extremely powerful. Am I extreme? Uh, yes, extremely powerful. Give me your piece of paper. Piece of paper? Mm. And a pencil. And a pencil. <clears throat> New one for the, uh, the bingo sheet. on up the passageway. Meanwhile, on the roof. Oh. Roof, roof, roof. Up on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Danny, uh, do you want to direct these two into lowering the microphone down and setting it up, or do you want to do it and show them how it's done? Uh, I'll instruct. Okay, roll sound engineering. Both of you roll me your dexterity. Oh. Well, that's, that looks good. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, I pass. Extreme. Eight. Mm. I do not pass my sound on your name. Okay. Uh, you're giving instructions, but they're kind of half-assed. You can't be bothered with this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two are lowering the um, mics in, and Mike seems to be doing a pretty good job. Um, even though you're only giving, like, lackadaisy instructions, he's... Um, 
he's soon got it hanging over the edge and just positioned just so with the correct weights on the microphone so it's not spinning and it's pointing in the right way you are mildly impressed alright that's that's good work let's leave it there bye dear I'll tell the others we're set up for that you head back down you'd find Trevor in the central control room and he's like okay well as soon as Catherine and uh, Simon get back we can begin where did they go? they went to the basement to get something and starts flicking through the cameras there they are where are they going? there's a long corridor you recognise it's the steel shutter the long corridor on the other side of it is this the place where the tea and biscuits are? Yes. I put the cat one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the corridor you saw Mike in where he was like yeah. pulled apart, but wasn't. That door wasn't open earlier. I guess they opened it. You can see Catherine and Simon walking back down the corridor as if they've been somewhere. The storage room was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. It was just an empty stone cube, and you could see a way to open the shutter from the inside. Okay. Peter, we don't need sound effects of the actual kettle being on <laughs> every time Craig turns the kettle on. Or do we? We're going to get that atmospheric. I don't need a, a corpse to just fall out of, <laughs> of the corridor. Chunks of not much we can probably do with that storage room, but it's useful to know we have one. Yeah. We could use it for storage. True. Yeah. I guess, have you found everything you need to find? Yes, I quite like this place. I think it's got everything I need. Alright. I don't really want to leave. Hmm. Do you want to leave? I mean, it'd be nice. We should go join the others. Okay. The kettle finishes boiling. <laughs> Mike, why don't you make tea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I don't actually have a skill for that. I'm assuming it's not really a roll. Well, anyway, ten. You make awful tea. Ten? <laughs> Yeah, your skill is very That is not cool. <laughs> you make very good tea and coffee for everyone. You know, quite cheerfully getting it all ready. Milk, sugars, you know what everyone likes. <laughs> Catherine and Simon wandering. Oh, I'll do one for them too. <laughs> Did you get anything? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've... Yeah, we've got that. What was through that corridor? That was locked earlier. It just seemed to be the way... I, I guess I mentioned it to Trevor. Trevor mentioned it to me. There's this building outside that seemed like storage, but you couldn't get to it from outside. Oh, but instead, nice. you get to it that way. Um, but not somewhere you're going to film in or sound test in or whatever, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be very useful to Simon, but we checked it out. I think we've got everything we need in here. Um, right, Mike's done the tea. I think we're ready to do a test. Okay, um, Trevor's like, uh, Danny, do you want to take the board? Um, 
Trevor's like, Danny, do you want to take the board? Mm-hmm. I don't know, do I? Well, yeah, you'd be running things then. Yes. Doing a sound check and everything. All right, I'll run a sound check. Well, sound engineering, then audio original. Sound engineering. Oh, no, 95. (laughs) 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 There was a bright flare of blinding light. All have to close your eyes. When you open them, the control area looks different. It's no longer empty and disused. Banks of machines gleam with newness. People move back and forth, consulting readouts, reviewing data that spews from chattering printers. A man wearing glasses walks right past you without seeming to acknowledge any of you as you're gathered around the audio-visual control board. He stops to talk in low tones with a woman in a white hazard suit, nodding. Okay, well done, everyone. We're ready to bring the array online. Power up slowly. Machines begin to hum. Flinty jumps at strange noises, (laughs) thumping in the darkness. The paper begins to chatter faster from the printers. All around the rooms, suddenly screams erupt from behind the eight sealed doors. You can hear them shrieking from the pit in the basement. Suddenly you hear the noise of a fist beating against metal. The man in glasses is looking at a reading on the consoles. His face grey, his eyes wild. Oh God. God, bring the power down. Bring it back down. There is a sweat, gooey thump. Eight wet sounds. Flesh exploding. (laughs) No, no, someone screams. He's pointing directly at the fall of you, gathered around the control panel. And then there's another flaring flash of bright light. Sanity check for Peter. All right. No, I fail my sanity check. (laughs) Nice. You lose... 18 That's too many. It's a lot. It is too many. Uh, You back away, shrieking in surprise. Okay. And you turn to the others, and you look at Trevor. His eyes are blank, black spheres into the void of nothingness. He smiles at you and shakes his head. He seems to turn sideways, stepping out of the reality of space. You turn to look at Nikki. She smiles at you, her eyes shining with bright blue light. She just shrugs at you. Okay. Mike's hooves clack on the floor. (laughs) As he's just like sipping his coffee, like watching... A skip! (laughs) And where Catherine should be standing just a haze of darkness a shadowy shape that seems to exist outside of time so just normal <laughs> <laughs> CEO yeah. uh, roll your new sanity again oh god okay well that's not going to go well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh I passed that time 
Uh, you blink and shake your head and everything is back to normal. Mike is offering you a biscuit. Everyone else is just like looking at you and everything okay. Trevor's still there? Trevor's there, huh? yeah. yeah. He's like watching the dial and he's like, you okay? Anyone else uh, get that? Get what? Hmm? Didn't see anything. Uh, I've got a biscuit. I'm offering you one. It'll help, I'm sure. Bonbon? Trevor like leans over and is like, yeah, I'm not seeing anything odd. Everything seems to be working. Never mind. I thought I was getting some more interference. I'm going to go and get something from the van. Okay. <laughs> what is it with you and biscuits? <laughs> biscuits. Well, oh. Well, fuck. Yeah, biscuits. Back up. Yeah, why not? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, better. Do you think it's getting to Danny? He seems a bit stressed. Uh, possibly. Go have some tea and biscuits. Maybe he's not used to working out this late. I think this place is getting to a few of us, honestly. I'm going to have a biscuit. We can't have a biscuit. It came back just to get a biscuit. Yeah, I leave the room. I walk back. Walk back in. Take a biscuit and then leave. They are after all your hobnobs that they're shouting out. (laughs) You reach the van. Oh, was Simon here as well? Simon is here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like, well, I think we're doing a pretty good job. We're basically done, aren't we? Are we done? Mm. Are you done? I've seen everything I need to see. Mm. Really? I thought you wanted more camera work. Well, we could do a bit more, but I think we've got the majority of it done. It'd make more sense to do camera work during the daytime, surely. We've probably got all the night vision cameras we need to test. Oh, yeah. Good point. Forgot about those ones. Danny, you reached the van. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'll sit in the van. You sit in the van. Whichever's like odds I might have driven off. Whichever <laughs> <laughs> sits down at the control board and it's like, well, I'm going to align the array. a different text that we weren't told about. He reaches out and he places his hand on one of the um, like circular control boards and just starts turning the sound gain up. The array, the array is always here. Tell me more about it. The array is what made this place. We can never leave whilst the array is aligned. Are you ready to align the array? I'm going to go out and see how Donald is. Start walking towards the door. Place is okay, but it'd be nice to sort of, I don't know, go outside again and, you know, experience other things rather than just stay here. Don't you think? The array is aligned. 
Elsie, oh, so why did you ask for Nikki's help then? Align the array, Nikki. But I thought you said it was on. The array is always aligned. It can never leave. Why is he talking in riddles? The array is aligned. We can never leave. Mm. It can never be undone. Yeah, I understand that bit. I'm aligning the array. Okay. Shall I start the array? Yeah. <laughs> Pressing the button on the control board. Simon is just watching this nodding. <laughs> what are you doing, Nikki? Michael has run for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looking after me now. There's a certain point where you have to look after yourself. <laughs> I will shove Trevor and then leave as fast as I can as well. You shove Trevor and leave. Okay, roll your dexterity. Mm. That didn't sound uh, good. pretty poor. Uh, spend one luck to pass. That's pretty lucky. That's <laughs> some luck. Danny, you're sitting in the van just like, oh, fuck this job. Mm. When um, Mike comes hurrying outside and then Nikki comes hurrying outside and the whole building is just glowing with bright purple and blue light crackling and sparking and you can literally see this pillar of blue light kind of shining out of where the core would be and it's just fracturing Mm. and for a moment you see things in the fracturing column of light like the sky is being rent asunder Ah, Nicky, Mitch (laughs) Something seems a bit weird. They're babbling on about an array again. How are you feeling about this job? I feel like I might want a different job. I'm I'm getting a bit of hostility from some of the higher-ups. Hop in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nicky can help you with a new job. Um, Nicky can. You're right. Roll drive auto. Pass. You you start the van, Nicky and Mick crammed into the front seat next to you, and you drive away at speed from the strange... You can almost hear this heterodyning, whistling, crying, static-filled voices on the wind humming behind you in glorious weirdness. And then it's in front of you, and you're driving towards the building. That doesn't seem right. There's just one minute you're driving down the road and you're about to go through the gates and then suddenly the gates are behind you and you're driving back up the hill towards the building. Okay, well, let's try that again. (laughs) (laughs) Roll drive auto. Uh, I do not pass, actually. You slam on the brakes and I'm like, "Mm, don't turn around. Who else here feels like we missed our chance to get away by about... Ten seconds. <laughs> Why don't we try again, but reverse out? Because if we're, That's if we're an going, interesting question. If we go forwards and it brings us back, then if we go back, maybe we'll go let us out. 
I haven't got a better suggestion, honestly, <laughs> no matter how bad that one seems. Let's try Nikki's suggestion to get out of the fucked up place. Roll drive auto. Nikki, roll pow. Pow it. Pow it really good. Just tell me what you got. 90. Oh. <laughs> I did not pow it. That is not powered real good. Uh, I do not pass my drive roll. Uh, you're, you're trying to reverse backwards in a van. You're a bit panicked because everything's gone weird. This is difficult. Nikki suddenly okay. folds Don't sideways. She turns into a glittering column of blue crystalline light and then just is gone. Sanity checks. Right. No, not I do quite. not pass. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> A little panic might be okay about now. Mm-hmm. Lose six, Peter. Craig, yeah. you passed? Uh, no, not quite. Oh, you didn't pass? Okay. Lose seven? Well, I'm back to my starting sat. No, 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 that's not my starting sat. I didn't get more. Uh, the van chugs out as Nicky vanishes, and you're just parked sideways between the gates. And it's just mm-hmm. dark. Okay, let's walk. Yeah, let's try that. Let's, let's try that. You get out of the van? Yes. And you walk down the road? How about we try Nikki's suggestion of doing it backwards but walking? Because, I mean, we can't crash or anything while walking. At least that's the theory. I, I don't know. Okay, fuck it. Let's walk backwards <laughs> through hell. Um, you walk backwards down the path. It's just dark mm-hmm. and quiet. You're in the country. After about five minutes, you reach the turn-off to the main road. Mm-hmm. Everything is just quiet. Go down the turn-off to our main road. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, you stroll along, walking quietly through the, the quiet English countryside. something. I don't like that. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. Eventually, after about an hour, you see the lights of the village up ahead. It's about 3am, see street lights, a little quaint English village, there's a pub. Is there a Premier Inn? There is no Premier Inn. Travel Lodge? There's a Travel Lodge. Let's go to the Travel Lodge. Travel Lodge. You head to the Travel Lodge, it's the Travel Lodge you were staying in. And just kind of check into your rooms. Um, marzipan. Um, um, I don't. I don't. Uh, did someone slip us some LSD? That must have been it. Must be. I can't really think of another sort of option other than a bad trip. We've been having a lot of tea. Let's go with that. Yeah. Get some sleep. Um, this is going to sound weird. I'm not sure if I want to sleep. Okay, I respect it. I think maybe if we just stay up, some coffee in the morning, we get a taxi back to civilization of some sort. Yeah. Then we try calling uh, Miss Belmarsh's mobile. She's got one, hasn't she? She seems like a fancy pants would have one. Yes. And we see how they're getting on. Yeah. If 
you happen to go for a new job in the media industry, I'd keep this one quiet. I, I've only been here ten days, so I think I'm just going to call this uh, a gap two weeks. <laughs> yes. We are on holiday. <laughs> yeah. We weren't here this evening. Yeah, we were on holiday. We had a staycation. Do they exist yet? <laughs> they do now. You've invented them. <laughs> some time. About 3am. Hmm. I think we're probably going to silently just sit staring at the door and maybe the windows of just one of our rooms where we're both in mm-hmm. just sipping coffee and any time one of us nods the other one goes nope. eventually the sun comes up dawn in Wessex okay taxi yeah let's go to, to reception they're normally fairly helpful at travel lodges yeah they'll they'll help us get a taxi they want to a taxi back to London yeah you head to London hmm there's no sign of Nicky, Catherine, Simon, Trevor. Well, we're not even looking for signs of them yet. We're going to ring their mobiles when we're back to London, when we're back safe. At the moment, I don't care if this is cowardice. You get back to London. You, you go to the studio or are we heading to one of your homes? Uh, I'm just finding a phone box. Phone box, I think. Yeah, we need to try and get in touch with them. You find a phone box. You ring Simon's number. Mm -hmm. You have Simon's mobile number. You receive a statically warbling message. It is like the array remembers you. Hang up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what, did you get through? Um... Yeah, uh, let's less said about that the better. Um, I accept this answer <laughs> with equanimity. Do you want to try Miss Belmarsh's mobile number? Fuck no! At this point, <laughs> you just walk off. You walk away from this. You eventually go your separate ways. There's a small investigation, but you know, uh, you stayed in the travel lodge. Yeah. And they never came back. And there's no sign of them. If anyone asks me, my story is uh, that uh, equipment seemed to start failing in the building. Uh, I left. I noticed that the whole building was glowing. <laughs> uh, Maybe don't mention that. No, the, the, <laughs> the whole building was glowing with what looked like electricity. It seemed dangerous, and so I left. Yeah, I was there too, with, with you, and we left. Yeah. At some point, the car broke down and we left on foot. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one, but the police are baffled. There's no sign of them when they explore... No body, no crime. (laughs) Um, You say, proudly. (laughs) There was an investigation. Eventually, the police are like, we don't know. Something must have gone wrong with the electrical equipment after you two left to head back to the hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no sign of them. They're all gone. You retire 
from your life of um, being a sound engineer. Okay. And you're you're going to change careers. Yeah. Find mm. something else to do. See the world. See the yes. world. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Mm. Travel around. You know. Be one of those like maybe a internet blogger or something. Something safe mm. in a different country. Many different countries. Yeah. And that's the end. Oh, we blitzed through <laughs> oh, that yeah. Screwed that up somehow. Speak for yourself. Well, Danny and Mike escaped. Nikki dissolved back through dimensional rifts when all the portals collapsed. What was Nikki? Nikki wasn't Nikki. <laughs> From the beginning, or...? No. <laughs> Nikki was Dayloff. I nearly asked you why you were referring to yourself in the third person (laughs) nearly Uh, no the reason I I decided to run away because I was trying to just enjoy myself after I turned the car and I thought well if I'm stuck here at the thing when you can't leave if the array is online I've got to get out otherwise I'm not going to experience very much didn't realise that was the shortcut to end the game <laughs> well, you escaped. Slightly scathed. Mm-hmm. So, what was on your paper, Pete? On my paper? Yeah. Um, nothing. You can tell them now the game is over. Nothing so. that interesting. Um, Literally got a text message from his grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I dissolved in, and got caught in the place and was just a ghost, effectively. It was then on me to keep as many other people as I could, but it turned out that everyone seemed to already be caught. You got Simon and Trevor. Oh, yeah, and I didn't get Mike for some reason. Well, I was just separate. So, <clears throat> Mike, and I'm counting this as a win, because I was playing a spawn of Shabnira from longer than I was playing Mike. Nice. <laughs> and my only goal was to just play it cool and get out of there. Okay, yeah. well, you, <laughs> yeah, you succeeded. You, you did that. Yeah, exactly. Good. Right. I'm every, glad we've gone our separate ways, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> every time Niall got someone on their own, they also yeah. got eaten by the array. Ah, uh, which is. how? What is that what happened to Trevor and Simon, or separate things? Um, it happened to Trevor, and it happened right. to Simon. I think, I don't know if Simon was gotten first. We, we sort of got each other, but then that's not. You kind of, well, <laughs> alone ish yeah. together. And I got the one we all want. Nothing happened to me. I have absolutely no idea what happened. And uh, I was sufficiently spooked to want to leave. As much as it did end up being a, at what cost, partial victory for mm-hmm. players, that's how I call off Cthulhu Gangs, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say... Have we got anything else to do with the rest we of did. the day? <laughs> Poor okay. It, it's a shame I, I was going to have <clears throat> more fun with that. Yes, no, you, you were the reason they escaped. You managed to push them across the border, but in doing so, you collapsed yourself yeah. back into the... Well, thank you for your <laughs> sacrifice, Dale Off. That was good. I wasn't quite sure why it worked when we were... Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, did the backwards walking thing work? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> was it me being there? Dayloff is the borders between realities, so um Oh You're a bit of a get out of jail free card oh. for getting out of things like that. 
So yeah, okay. you, you managed to push them out, mm-hmm. but you kind of collapsed back into yourself. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, if, if I knew more about the law and understood that bit, I might not have done that. But in my head, oh, I can't leave this place I mean, if the array is online. To be that was correct. That, to be fair, if you hadn't flubbed the power roll, you'd have been fine. Yeah, if you passed the power roll, you'd have also escaped with them. Yeah. But you got kind of squished by being the walls between reality. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just... I'll, I'll take my 28 remaining sanity and... Um, <laughs> Check into an asylum? Uh, I'll, I'll get some good therapy. Have we got our cards now? Yes. <laughs> and I will do whatever a dark young does mm-hmm. when they're free to roam the world. Peter had the red card, which meant Peter was alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else got eaten in a variety of ways. Yeah. Uh, yes. You were both she has a very monkey face. Hmm. Well, that is the end, I'm afraid. It's slightly shorter, but then sometimes no, all of Cthulhu games just go wrong. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm wrong. What else could we have done then, like with this whole array thing? Like try and stop them and just see what happens? As you start turning on power and electricity, um, the whole place is like shattered in reality. So when you start powering on things like the generators and using cameras and the sound equipment, it starts disturbing the hole in reality that was created by the telescope. Okay. So when Craig turned it all off... I actually made things better. <laughs> and then you turned it back on, and it ain't Nicky. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, when it wouldn't turn back on again, I'm like, I'll fix it, and then, oh, I fell through a portal, I'm now dead off. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So don't walk behind the generator, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you sort of got eaten, but sometimes yeah. Call of Cthulhu games just... No, it's fine. Just I, don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind, oh, something you're eating, but then you get to ha- fuck around with the party. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't get to do that very much. When it's done in an almost secret role kind of way, yeah, yeah. Then yes, it works mm. very well because you're not sat out of a game. Yeah. Mm. Yes, Nile was slowly devouring, but the yeah, uh, Nicky was Dale off, so it was like, yeah. <laughs> and and he'd already been eaten. Yeah, Craig well, got eaten first. I didn't even really get eaten, did I? I just fell through, got ripped to shreds by reality itself, and then a shubnigraphy thing just went. Blur, I'm gonna just look like you and come along and be you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Craig escaped yeah. from the dark world we have living in. But at what cost? He <laughs> um, escaped, so... Um... Whatever cost one of those running around has on reality. Yeah, it's not great, but also kind of cool. 